It happens to be day for Chamber Chat, as we have three folks here from the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce, joined by the Executive Director, L. Jordan Goslin, the second Vice President, Jason Verano, and one of the members of the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce, Charles Bittner, from Perception Programs. He is Chief of Staff. Folks, good morning. Thanks for coming in for today. And as always, L, let's begin our program by letting us know what's been going on in the last month with the Chamber. Good morning. Thank you for having us this morning. Uh, a lot of great things have been happening with the Chamber this past month. We've had two incredible business after hours back to back. We had one on September 28th over in Killingly at Spiral. We had about 150 of our business professionals come and join us for that event. Um, they had the opportunity to learn about what Spiral does, connect with uh, fellow business um, professionals, as well as go on a tour of, of Spiral, which was, was really great for, you know, members who have drove by there throughout their entire life and have never seen the facility. So it was a really great opportunity to see what happens and what's being made right here in, in Northeast Connecticut. And then the following week, we were up here in Willimantic, at, and Charles was there, and so was Jason, um, at CT State uh, Community College, Quinnebog Valley, their Willimantic campus. Uh, we had, again, over 100 business professionals joining us and just had a great evening of connecting and talking commerce. So two awesome events that, that took place um, since we've last seen you. We've also had a lot of new members join us, um, which is very exciting as well. So a lot of growth happening with the Chamber and um, really excited to continue this this partnership with with all of our local businesses. Jason, do you see that new membership that Elle's talking about as being a sign that the economy just keeps getting a little better and better every month? Yeah, I think it's all part of it. I mean, I think small businesses want to get together and they want to organize and strategize and come up with ways that they can improve through any economy. So uh, businesses are thriving. We see new businesses opening, which is very cool. That's a good sign that the economy is maybe coming on the rebound. So uh, new members all around, some have been in business for a long time and some are just getting started. And, and we have a couple that they're looking to launch a new business very soon. So you get a whole variety of different people, which is which is amazing about the chamber, just the, the area that we cover. And we heard a moment ago about the business showcase, which is going on this evening. Who wants that? I'll take that one. Uh, so we're going to be right, right down the street here. It's about halfway here uh, from where we are in, in northeast Connecticut, uh, EastCon Conference Center from 5 to 7. Uh, and it's a great opportunity. So what this is, is we do a lot of these after hours uh, that Elle was just talking about. Uh, and they can be pretty costly when you have 100, 150 some odd people and you're entertaining and providing food and beverages. So uh, this gives some of our smaller businesses the opportunity to showcase their business. Uh, we'll have 22 businesses there. Um, so you can come check them out. It's, it's another after hours just like all the others, except this one is sponsored really by, you know, 22 different businesses that get to showcase what they have to offer. And that way you can learn about a bunch of businesses all at once. Elle, is this open to the general public or just to members of the Northeast Connecticut Chamber of Commerce? It's open to both. So if you're a member of the Chamber, it is free for you to attend. If you are a non-member and want to come and check us out, um, it's $13 uh, to come and attend. We'll also have uh, free professional headshots being done at the event, which is uh, a draw to come. I think we're always looking to, you know, uh, change our professional image and if you're looking to build your LinkedIn page or just need a professional headshot we'll be having those done by Stephanie Bryant photography so a lot of different aspects uh, happening at this showcase that I think 
people will be happy to see. Jason, do people just show up or they have to register in advance? Uh, so register in advance. There's a flyer here with a QR code, which obviously you can't see on the radio. We'll show but it on the radio. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. See, so take a look there. Hold your yeah. phone up to the radio. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> nectchamber.com forward slash calendar hyphen events. There you'll find all of our events and there is a link to register for this event. It will be closed at around three o'clock today, um, but we will have it open for the majority of the day for people to, few hours to left. sign up. Though if you do come to the door, you know, we like to have name tags for people just so it makes it, you know, more professional. But if you did come to the door, that's okay as well. We'll, we'll take care of you. <laughs> Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce Business Showcase, 5 till 7 o'clock this evening at EastCon in Hampton. Not every member of the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce is a retail outlet. One good example joins us this morning. Charles Bittner is the Chief of Staff of Perception Programs. Charles, good morning. Thanks for coming in today. Just for starters, Perception Programs, what is it all about? Well, thank you for having us today. Perception Programs, so we're a behavioral health company. We're located in actually right up the street, so 842 Main Street, but we also have locations in stores in Danielson, Connecticut. Uh, we provide a whole bunch of services. So we have behavioral health services, intensive outpatient services, risk reduction services, and recovery housing. That's what we prioritize in, but we have other um, we have other services as well. We could treat anyone um, from ages five on up, which is good. Um, our student and family center is new to Willimantic, but it's something that we've been offering in stores and we have some great clinicians here. How far back does perception programs go in this community? Over 50 years. Yeah, I think it's about 53 years. And I think a lot of people who, when they think about what you do, they think of Perception House, which for years was at the corner of Valley and Walnut Streets. Perception House still exists, but it's not in that location. Tell me about that. Yeah, so Perception, uh, Perception House is a 22-bed uh, residential treatment program, so they have uh, co-occurring disorders, so between uh, mental health and substance abuse disorder. Um, so they receive intensive treatment throughout the day. Um, the other programs that we had um, in regards to Walnut Street in the corner of Valley, those were our DOC programs. Um, those have been closed, but we are repurposing them for, um, we're expanding on recovery housing. So we understand, we're really trying to have wraparound services for everyone in this community. What's the breakdown of people who are outpatients? They see you during the day and then go home at night, or people who spend the night, spend the week, spend the month? Yeah, so Perception House would be our, um, our inpatient. Uh, the rest of it would be outpatient services, but we have recovery housing, which receives case management, but that's only during the day as well. And as chief of staff, what do you do? A little bit of everything? I do everything. I do events. I do everything the CEO tells me to do. Um, but I do a lot of vendor management, uh, run the operations of our 842 Main Street location, and just try to have fun, especially on social media. How did you get into this in the first place? Was this something that you showed an interest for when you were in high school and or college? Honestly, no. I, I thought I was going to be a parole officer, a probation officer. Um, I started at one of our programs, which is Alternative in the Community, which is a court support uh, program. So they help individuals on probation, parole, uh, family criminal court. And then my lovely boss, Jeffrey, um, he believed in me. So he saw uh, a 23-year-old at the time and he said, wow, like I can actually use this guy. I see, I see so much potential in him. And he gave me the chance and I've you know, been very thankful for it. And, you know, 
everything's looking good, so I'm trying to make him look good as well. Let's go back to L. Jordan Goslin and tell us what's coming up in the next month. Well, aside from tonight's big business showcase. So before we talk about our, one of our other events that's coming up in, in November, I do want to mention that today is Support Your Local Chamber Day, October 18th. Yeah, who knew? There's a day for everything. So, you know, from our last uh, segment in talking about, you know, what are the benefits of, of joining a chamber from networking to education to advocacy, visibility for your business and really growing your business. If you're thinking about joining the chamber, uh, no other day than Support Your Local Chamber Day. So I just want to mention that that is uh what we're celebrating today and uh it's fitting that we also have our business showcase tonight on support your local chamber day but i'm going to pass it to jason to talk about uh, another way you can support the chamber by attending uh, one of our uh annual food showcase events yeah the next event uh, is, is one of my favorites is taste of the towns um so this is a premier food event uh 65 per person it's gonna be november 2nd at the mansion at bald hill so it's a great venue uh, six to nine, so it'll be a lot of local food. There'll be a silent auction, networking. You'll have Willie Brew will be down there, uh, Courthouse Bar and Grill, 85 Main, Grace Gourmet, Sugars, Two Dogs Coffee, and several others. Um, and usually you go to these chamber events and, you know, you get all dressed up. And some people are like, you know, I just want to go out and be casual. So this one is actually going to be themed flannel and friends. So we're encouraging you to break out your flannel, get, you know, your comfiest coziest flannel uh put it on my wife's super excited about this one i got um, flannel jammies you're in you you're in it, it it doesn't say you can't wear jammies so it will be indoor and outdoor so you you can wear your warm pajamas so i'll make, I'll make a stop at walmart first i'll fit right in you'll there be you perfect so just make sure they're flannel pajamas and you're good to go uh the silent auction there'll also be uh, a live wood carving uh, by josh doj and that's going to be auctioned off at the end of the event so you can go to the chamber website uh nectchamber.com taste of the towns uh slash taste of the towns and you can get your tickets there that's going to be awesome it's a lot of great food uh, a lot of your local favorites will be there and then right after that uh like l said we're going to have uh, a new member breakfast so if you want to if you're not a member yet you have an opportunity for a free breakfast and all of the things that she just talked about and that's going to be just for new members on uh, november 8th at 8 a.m that's in our chamber office in danielson so Definitely check those two events out. They're going to be both going to be great. Do they have to wear flannel to that too? They can wear whatever they want to that <laughs> right. one. It's all about them. It's all about the new members. All right. So I looked this up. I didn't know about this support your chamber day here. And uh, there's a, a, on the website, it says here each year on the third Wednesday in October, we celebrate national support your local chamber of commerce day and thank local chambers across the country for all they do to help entrepreneurs and businesses of all sizes thrive state and local chambers of commerce provide a community for local business owners, hosting workshops, networking events, and mentorship opportunities. In addition, by bringing businesses together, over common issues of concern. They play a critical role in strengthening the collective voice of their members and promoting pro-business policies at the local and state level. So now you got me thinking, 
Is that why you scheduled the business showcase for tonight from 5 to 7 o'clock at East Con and Hampton? Was, or was that just a total coincidence? It was a total? Just say yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely, that is why. Sure. No. <laughs> yeah, right. We wanted everyone to support their local chamber by coming to support our local That's businesses right. at the business showcase. That's exactly showcase. why That is exactly it. why. Ella's so on top ironic. of it. Yeah. So she's got it. Uh, by the way, and so you talk about supporting members of the chamber. How do you do that? Just patronize their business? Yeah, I would say um, one thing I would really recommend is referrals. Um, that is the best way of supporting a business um, and, you know, really showcasing what they do with other community members. Um, you know, there's no better uh, marketing than than mouth to mouth and then sharing that. Um, so I think that that is one way that you can really support your local chamber by just talking about the businesses that are here in our community um, and, and sharing that with others. Now, one of the businesses in the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce is Perception Programs. The Chief of Staff, Charles Bittner, is here. Charles, how can people support the Perception Programs? So by supporting perception programs, I mean, you know, feel free to spread the word. Uh, we're really trying to promote our student and family center. Uh, we understand that there are there's stigma around mental health, especially in regards to students. So just spreading the word and realizing that, you know, everyone really has mental health issues. Um, there's it's in every population, every demographic. So, I mean, just feel free. Give us a call today. How does mental health manifests itself when it comes to students and families? What are the examples you see of it? I mean, I'm in college now as well. I'm back to school. Um, for I'm going for accounting. I already have my master's, but I'm going back for accounting. And really, I mean, you know, I have fine. This is finals week for me, so it's stressful, stressful for me. And, uh, you know, a lot of people grow up with uh, just trauma. Uh, and it could be any form of trauma. It could be, you know, within the family. It could have been you were in a car accident a long time ago. It could be that you were just scared. That really, anyone um, anyone could have mental health issues. And, and, you know, we're just really trying to help them, especially the students. So if anyone can have mental health issues, at what point do you cross the line and need to seek help and the services of perception programs? Whenever it starts affecting you. Um, and there's really no perfect time it's really when you want help um you know asking for help and receiving help is a challenge in itself because a lot of people aren't open to receiving help and so you know it, it's it's really up to that person everyone's uh point will be different but a lot of people will um seek treatment after something negative happens so tell me more about what goes on in the aforementioned student and family center so in the Student and Family Center, we have some really great clinicians. So we have Lily um, and we have Destiny and just they're very inviting people. Um, they really care about the people and they do individual therapy. They do family therapy, which is which is definitely great. Um, and then they can do the combination of both. Um, and we're really outside doing different events, um, trying to find you know the next big thing in regards to how we could uh, better serve the community. How do people first get connected with perception programs? Does it need a medical referral? Can you walk in the door and say, I need help or see all of the above? All of the above. Um, 
So we do have a good amount of referrals from like Natchog, but uh, at DCF as well. But you could walk in, you could give us a call. Um, there are certain programs not related to mental health, which would be referral based only. That would be our court support programs. Uh, but everything else is, is just open to the general public. Tell me about the recovery houses that you have around here. And hopefully most of the people in those have a good outcome. Yes, and we actually have success stories. Um, recovery housing is something that we're looking to expand on. We have several recovery houses within the Willimantic location, and we have two um, more opening. Uh, so on the corner of Valley and Walnut, uh, we're going to have uh, recovery housing there as well. And they have wraparound services as well, so they have to maintain sobriety while they're in there. Um, but they can also come over and get uh, IOP services. They could get behavioral health services. And then they are also uh, given case management services. You suggested that you've had some feel-good stories. I'd love to hear an anonymous example of a few of those cases where people went through perception programs and came out a changed person. I mean, so when I was a case manager, um, I, I did have some very good success stories where we have individuals who are, you know, coming out of incarceration um, and they may be using substances and they could have been using substances for a long time. But one individual, he was from Bridgeport, um, he came in and the first day that I met him, he was screaming at me. Um, and it was all fine. I know we're, we have de-escalation de training, so I'm used to it. Um, but really just seeing the progression of, of certain individuals, especially this individual, you know, it'll always, it'll always live with me because I'm here to do better for others, to do better for myself as well. But I really care about the community. And, and that's really what everyone at Perception Programs thinks. They really want to help the community. And so I've seen someone go from having nothing to uh, and using substances to, you know, this is my time. I want to get back to my kids. And there you go. And you see progression. You get, you see people get cars. You never think they would get a car. And that's their huge first milestone, getting their apartment. And then you, we even have success stories where we're getting a house. That's outstanding. And are there people who, once they leave your facility or your programs, that don't need any further connection with perception programs? And then there's other people who you do regular checkups on just to make sure everything's going as expected. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot of people that just relocate. So unfortunately, we, we, we lose them. But um you know, in, in reality, everyone's different. Everyone has different supports, and sometimes they just need some support from us. You have a new PATH Counseling Center at 842 Main Street. What goes on there? So that's where all of our services really are. Um, we combined several different of our past locations and put them all into one, and it was to improve communication, but also just not having to send people to different locations. So if you wanted uh, risk reduction services, uh, different community services, case management, counseling, I mean, we have it all right here on Main Street. Charles, you mentioned the client who was from Bridgeport, mm -hmm. and I'm wondering how wide an area do perception, does perception program serve? Are there a lot of people from Fairfield County or from Western Connecticut come here? Or is it primarily clients from Eastern Connecticut, the greater Wyndham area? Yeah, so it's primarily uh, Northeast Connecticut. We could serve anyone from, you know, the mass border all the way down to New London and then out to almost Rhode Island. Um, with our case management services, a lot of the individuals that we actually see in our Willimantic location are in the Wyndham location or in the Wyndham area. Uh, but, you know, we also see people out in stores and then in, in Danielson. So we could be receiving people from Putnam and all over. 
Where does your funding come from? We have an assortment of different funding. So we have DEMIS funding, um, DPH funding, um, grants, really everywhere. <laughs> does the town of Wyndham provide some funding? No. That's, I mean, you gave the good answer. I just didn't know if the town of Wyndham also contributed to that since the facility is primarily here in, in Wyndham. And speaking of that, it was 21 years ago when the Hartford Current laid Wyndham out to dry with that Heroin Town series. It's been my experience that things improved since that time. What can you say about the status of the drug culture in basically Willimantic and Wyndham, but maybe outside of town as well. And, and what has changed since that time so that we don't get the black eye we got back in 2002? So unfortunately, there still are some challenges with it. Um, but one thing that we do offer is, um, you know, safe to wound kits. Um, we have a needle exchange. So we understand that people are going to use uh, th there's really no way about it. People could go to jail, they're going to use in jail, they're going to come back out, they're still going to use. So we're trying to provide them with, uh, with clean needles. We're providing them with um, recovery as well. We, so we, we drive a lot of people to detox centers. We don't have a detox ourselves, and really detox centers are where our problems are. Uh, there aren't many of them. There's very limited amount of beds. And then, you know, after detox, when you're going into like a 90-day or 60-day um, inpatient, you know, there's only limited beds. So you're always going to see it. And everyone's path for recovery is completely different. It's whenever you're ready. Does perception programs also deal with alcoholism? Yeah. So we have um, intensive, uh, intensive outpatient services. So that could treat anyone with drug addiction, which is including um, alcohol. What would be the age range of people who use perception programs? I mean, the approximate average age, but also the youngest patient you might treat and the oldest patient you might treat. So youngest, five, um, which, yes. Why would a five-year-old go there? That, that's stunning to me. Trauma. Trauma. Some, uh, and, and then also, you know, some children may not be speaking. Well, why is that? So there's different um, therapeutic techniques that you can use to try and get, get that information out of them, why they're not speaking, if something did happen to them, or if it's just, um, you know, something cognitive. Wow. Um, okay, and then the average age would be approximately? I'd say mid to upper 30s. Um, we do have a lot of college students, um, but we do have... Um, quite a few individuals in the 30s, 40s. And then as you go up in age, we really don't see as many clients. Um, but oldest, I'd say probably in the 70s. But I can't I can't give my 100% on that. All right. Perception Programs doing a great job in our community here. And before we wrap things up, put another plug in for the Business Showcase coming up tonight and why people should go. All right, Business Showcase, uh, you know, we're there to build big connections. There's 22 businesses that you can check out. Uh, there's going to be food and drink, professional headshots, and obviously a lot of great networking like a lot of our after hours. So free to chamber members or you can go on the website and get tickets until 3 o'clock or let them know that Charles sent you if you go to the door. Jason Verano is the second vice president. How many vice presidents you got, by the way? Seven or eight, I think. Okay. So I'm moving up the ranks. <laughs> now we, we have two. We have uh, we have a you know a pretty big deal of a president, Jim Zahansky. So we need two of us to support him. So 
This is the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce. The executive director is here, L. Jordan Goslin, and also Charles Bittner, the chief of staff at Perception Programs, with some interesting stories to tell this morning on our chamber chat. Folks, good morning. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you. On 14 WILI Willimannic and 95.3 FM.